What in the booty hole is good, everybody? You're rocking with the ugly boys over at Man to Man, where we create a conversation between the modern day dating world, couch conversation, a little bit of basketball. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star, Nash. Hoop Star, what's good? Talk to me about the salt life, man. You're back uh, at the lake house for the weekend and you producing more uh, more salt than the lake itself. Talk to me about that, brother. I had a good, nice little weekend, pretty much a whole week. I came back on Wednesday of last week for a day. Had to drop the old old girl off. Uh, she had to catch a flight back to her home. back to Colorado. You guys yeah. didn't listen last week. Liam's uh, ex-girlfriend, acquaintances, friends of benefits, future ex-wife flew from Colorado for a week, okay? And then I uh, jumped in the car the next day, drove back out, spent the rest of the weekend, just got back today. It's been good. It's been uh, It's been hot. Got some sun and uh, who doesn't you ain't get like no damn sun, bro? You ain't got no damn sun. Let's just be real here. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pretty pasty, as they say. You crazy, <laughs> man. You are pasty to my inside asshole. Hey, listen, man. Uh, you're rocking with the guys uh, over on Dash Radio, nothing but net channel. Shout out to our Dash listeners out there. The guys, uh, you know, he's falling in love. He's falling out of love. Liam, you do your thing. Um, I tell you what, we we talked about the lake the last time. I think. You, I believe you went to the lake. We talked about what is a dick thing to do on the water. And My your answer was to, to crash into your ass. <laughs> right. Crash into the ass. I asked if you, if there was a, a speed limit on the water, you said not on my lake. Do you think you control your lake or something, dude? And why are you, why are you driving drunk on the lake? I mean, all right, well, first of all, there's, I don't control the lake. There's just no speed limit posted on our lake. Some lakes, like I said, they Does have everybody, speed limit. Every, I'm not calling you driving drunk on a lake, but everybody pretty much drinks on the lake. You guys, I mean, you're catching UVs. You're catching a quick white claw or two. No speed limit. You got the wake zone. Yeah. I mean, so this is the thing. For me, I at still, least. Because I'm I've, I've friends for 20 years, guys, and. You're not inviting your best friend over 20 years to invite you to the damn lake house. Might want to reevaluate the situation, the situation ship. I've invited you twice in the last like two months and you've, and you've had other obligations as they say. We have that on record. I don't know. I I mean, I could pull up the, I could pull up some some text. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. But for me, which is probably because I don't have anybody else really up there. I mean, I have a few cousins that will go out and actually do some water sports with me. But when they're not there, all I do is go to a, the sandbar, which is just a big pile of sand, basically right. like a swimming zone. I park the boat. I right. sit there, listen to music, catch the sun, and drink some some alcohol. And Boomer is involved as well. Boomer the dog, he is usually out there with me yeah. every time I go out there. Because he likes to swim sometimes. He didn't swim this, I mean, the last couple of times we went out. But, hey, you got to get the, the people involved, the dogs involved. I tell you what, man. I saw this uh, a TikTok video. I'm always talking about damn TikTok, man. Get on TikTok, man. You lose a bunch of sleep, I'll tell you that. This guy is, what's it called, wakeboarding? Mm-hmm. Where you're dragging out. And he's got his golden retriever hanging on the back for dear life. <laughs> and he is just getting shitted on in the comments right here. And then his whole rebuttal was hey like he hangs on he likes this he's having fun and a lot of the comments were like this is messed up dude like my dog fucking drowned i'm like okay let's let's relax a little bit did your dog actually drown maybe i don't want to question that and then other people were like hey this is not cool he doesn't have a life jacket on what are you thinking about that the dog's just hanging they're going at least how 
what, 20 miles per hour, 15? Yeah, 20, 30, maybe somewhere in there. I don't know. I, I don't think you should uh, include your dogs on the, on the water. It was sports. weird, man. It was weird to see. Yeah. He Unless tried to make you, like a cute video and I was like, this ain't that cute, dude. Unless you like have like a tube and you're going real slow and he's like sitting in a tube or next right. to you. On but the with the jacket on. Yeah. You got to have the life jacket. Come on, bro. If I'm a dog, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I know I got reincarnated into a fucking dog, but this ain't how I'm trying to go out the second time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I also have a question for you that kind of came up this weekend. And I don't know if I'm the only person that thinks about this or if, or I guess not even think about, but uses this. Um, yeah. But I'll just pose the question to you. When you uh, need some, you know, beverages, where do you right. go to to get the beverages? Are we talking like a, a eight pack or a 12 yeah. pack? Yeah, something like that of the, uh, mm. you know, yeah. Where do you I'm go? Just, like a liquor store. What do you mean? Okay, so you call it a liquor store. Yeah. And and I, I don't know if I'm just the only one and I, I just haven't noticed that other people don't use this, but I've always called the liquor store, the alcohol store. Jeez. Nah, nah, that's not a thing. It is because wh what do you get at a liquor store? You can get beer at a liquor store. You don't just get liquor at a liquor store. So you go to the alcohol store because there's a wide variety of things you can get. You don't just get liquor at a liquor store. You get alcohol at it. See, okay, hold up. Let me, <laughs> let me reframe here. So I, I usually it is a liquor store because there's a liquor store like right next to or pretty close to our home right here. But if I'm getting beer, a lot of time I'm also just going into the gas station to get a little six or 12 pack. Right. So but at a, I know it's labeled as a liquor store or whatever. But when and that's a convenience store because that shit is convenient. Dog. <laughs> but when you like I'm at the house and I'm asking, like, does anybody need any alcohol? Yeah. I'm about to go to the alcohol store. See, this because, is what's wrong with people from Indiana, dude. <laughs> because I don't know if that person wants beer or liquor. And it shouldn't just be called a liquor store because you don't just get liquor at the liquor store. You can get beer and shit, too. So I call it an alcohol store because you get all types of alcohol at a liquor store. All right. So is it a beer or alcohol store? I don't think I've ever heard alcohol store. It's either a convenience store or it's a liquor store. And knowing you're you were weird with the whole meat and on rocks, <laughs> scotch on rocks. There was one time where Liam came to Knoxville, my senior year of college. I'm like, yeah, let's just go out. I'm going to grab a 12 pack and we go to the liquor store. I get the 12 pack from the liquor store fair. And you just come out with a bottle of scotch. What the fuck? I don't think anybody drinks scotch like that. Oh, he's like 26, 27, dude. Let's relax a little bit. And I asked you if you had a problem because you're just pouring it straight up over there. Like there's no lights on in the living room where you were sitting at. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. We talked about it. We talked about it. He, he he had something going on. So it was just, <laughs> it was literally him buying scotch. That was what, was what was wrong with him. But it is, I guess it's a liquor store, alcohol store, whatever you want to call it. Uh, okay, cool. So last week we were fucking bricked up like crazy, my young soldier. And so we, we talked about a lot of things and we posted on our social media, the, the question that we asked, the primary question that we asked last week was, should the guy always pay on the first date? Everyone said yes. Yeah, I think that's a universal I think thing that you do as a guy, especially if you're the one that is is, you know, initiating, hey, let's go to dinner or get drinks or whatever. Right. First time, I think that's fair. Right. And then you get bricked up <laughs> and then 
you're on the second and third time. Someone said if they're bad, you pay for them all the time. We were talking about Portnoy. People like the Portnoy video, man. You guys don't know. We got some inside scoop on Dave Portnoy, man. It's, yeah. uh, go check it out. Anyways, uh, that that was that. Talked about the Suns. Talked about some basketball. I think another question that arose to me for this week is, uh, wait, do you have it? Did I ask you this or did you ask me this? Uh, I mean, I can ask you this, but okay, you ask it because I think I told you. Yeah, I mean, it, one way or another, but it's more of like if you have an ex, yeah. right, and now you're out of that relationship and you start dating somebody new, right? As either the guy or the girl, are you able to talk to and be friends with an ex? Is that like a a red flag, maybe, or just like that you just don't do that? What's because I'm just I'm pulling off my experience here, and is, is it? I don't yeah. know if I would like my ex to be still friends with one of their exes, you know? right, right? Or and or my new girlfriend. Have well, a, this this goes back to the whole, like you know, can you be friends? Can you be best friends with the opposite gender? It don't even matter if I feel like if it's an ex or not. The opposite gender, if you're in a relationship. So yeah. the whole the whole ex thing, man, like. It, does it matter if your new girlfriend, boyfriend is like knows your ex? Does it not matter if they don't? See, that's where I'm thinking. And then it's also like, how often are you talking to your ex? Because no one wants to really like, like be friends with their ex. I feel like, I mean, you can be acquaintances, but like once you end a relationship with someone, you're usually not quote unquote friends after that. So what if you, what if you're not in that friend group at all? Like you, you, so the, your ex, you know, is not in the new friend group of the new guy you're dating or the new girl you're dating. Right. Right. And she or he still talks to the ex, but they're not even friends. Yeah. I think it's a no go. But do you, A, I guess you, do you even tell, you know, do you tell the the new boyfriend that you still talk to the ex or is it just, if it comes up, you'd be like, we're still kind of good friends or not. Nah, 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 nah. Ain't none of that shit happened to me. So you, you know how from it from a guy experience, you know, if like my chick was talking to their ex, yeah, they still getting freaky deaky because I ain't providing. That's what that's telling me. So you, you just anywhere the plastic, the download, nothing. So what if you're then good friends with both of them? They're your new your new girl. Well, that's and- a whole nother game changer. And then your ex, and you're all good friends. Like, you know each other, and you guys can hang out and stuff. Do you let them Do you let them talk to each other and stuff? That's like a, that's like a <laughs> open triangle trying to get back into its original form. I feel like that happens more than, more than people give it credit for. Like, you date your friends. I would think you would want to date some of your friends with first. Like we've been, we've said that before. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like you go through that whole high school thing where everyone's just kind of like experimenting with everybody else. Like, I don't think that's a big deal, but I don't, I don't think you can be friends with the ex unless, cause we're, we're all trying to get bricked up here, dude. So I don't think you talking to your ex or going backwards is not the way, right? Regardless. Like you, you got to make a sacrifice there, right? There's a sacrifice with your new relationship. Hey, listen, we hit in the shower tonight, or do you want me to just go look at my phone for the rest of the, my life? Because my ex ain't getting back with me. She don't want to talk to me about my problems. And then you ain't got no main. So if you are friends, then 
with all of them or maybe not like close friends but you know each other you just gotta cut your your your. your you gotta ex. cut ties, yeah, yeah. Because okay. it's the same thing with just being friends with the opposite gender. Who knows? Can girls be friends with best friends with guys when they're in a relationship? Vice versa, can guys be best friends with girls in a relationship? Sure, I think it's like it depends on like the type of relationship that people have, whether you've grown up with that person or not. Yada yada. Anyways, we don't fucking know, dude. You guys let us know if you're listening out here. Uh, what was the the other question? I guess we asked would asked was red flags uh don't don't really have any too many red flags one one other red flag that i actually did hear this week was that um trying to guilt your partner into um doing something that they didn't they haven't done simply because that other person did something that was guilty they they were guilty of meaning i think you might have to expand on that i'm not yeah so for example (laughs) I mean, this isn't, I was just talking to someone about this and they were like, well, my ex did something like cheated on me. And then he kept trying to like ask where I was like that next week. And, you know, just trying to get her to, to believe that she did something that, you know, borderline cheating on somebody or just did something wrong that, that she didn't, she didn't do in the relationship. But the guy was just trying to get over that guilt trip of himself. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's talk. I mean, it gets into being a toxic. So it's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, send me a picture. It's like, whoa, dude, relax, man. Right. Well, then what's what's considered cheating? I know this is a kind of a broad, but what's considered cheating then in your books? Talking to your ex. That's cheating? Yeah. I think, I don't think. Talking to your ex is cheating. If you're in a relationship (laughs) with someone new, yes. I think for me, I think cheating is everything but like you can't be physical with that person. You can do whatever you want with a person, but you can't. Right. I mean, you, you can't can be someone hugging, else's. A, a, you can't yeah, be kiss, yeah. kissing. You, you can't be like. No, 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 you know, holding hands, no sex, none of that. Nah, nah. But you can look, though. I think everything look. else is You fair. can look. Yeah, you can look, but you can't can't do anything past that, I feel like. But don't, I mean, don't, like, stare. All right, so this is fucking nuts. I actually didn't tell you about this. Thank God we got some content for the damn podcast tonight. <laughs> um, so I kicked out a fucking pedophile this week. At the at the at tailgate? Yes, bro. Old dude, about in his 60s, was just the middle of the bar. It was, like, Thursday, broad daylight, like, 2 p.m., this guy's like taking random pictures, like random angles of the entire bar, the entire room. And I'm like, ah, that's weird. He's not even like really like focusing or zooming on one spot of the, of those, any of his pictures that he was taking. These chicks walk in, he's taking pictures of these chicks and then like quickly moving the angle again, act like he's taking pictures of random stuff, like the artwork again. And I was like, okay, maybe I might let that one slide. Cause you know, my vision is kind of fucked right now. Kind of delusional at the same time. I'll keep an eye on him. The next minute, he's sending this picture, or the girls sit down. He takes another picture of the girls, sends this picture to somebody I don't know who. And then that's when I was like, all right, well, Reg, you know, Reg, he's not here. Reg would have fucking kicked him the fuck out. I said, shit, I'm 5'8", 160. Let me do my thing real quick. So I went up to one of my boys who I work with. I said, hey, we're kicking this guy out. It's being a fucking ped. And so we went up to him and I said, Hey man, what are you taking pictures of these girls? And he's like, Oh no. And I started bugging bro. And uh, you could just tell in his eyes, he was just freaking out. 
And I was like, no, go to your most recent text message. And he tried to show me like a group text or something. I was like, no, no, go to your most recent one. And he went to his most recent one. I said, yeah, that one. I said, "Who? why are you sending, why are you taking pictures of chicks and then sending it to somebody else? I didn't read what the text said because I was pretty uncomfortable myself. I was like, delete that. So he opened it up. I was like, yeah, he closed it back up. I told him to delete it. He deleted it. And I said, now go to your photos. Guy acted like he didn't know what the fuck his photos were, bro. I said, <laughs> give me that damn iPhone 12, dude. You got to, you know, what your damn photos are. Delete the photos. People think that's it. No, you got to go to the most, they're the recently deleted photos, delete that shit. And I'm like, what? I'm like, do you do this often, man? And he was like, no, no, I've never done this before. No, come on, bro. I said, what is your name? And we're going to call him out. Christopher Kane. You got a Christopher Kane anywhere. The guy's a fucking ped. I said, Christopher Kane kicking your ass out. I'm Randy fucking savage right now. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you guys be careful out there, man. Um, the women that are listening. I don't know if any women are listening to this damn thing, but uh, guys also be aware that, that these things happen. And in Nashville, it's, it's uh, a common theme. So I've heard. So anywhere, man, y'all just be careful and don't fucking do that. It's so fucking weird, man. So I kicked out a pedophile this week. I mean, that guy definitely was not the first time. No, it wasn't the first time. Yeah. And then there's no way if he, the guy who I was working with, he extended, or this guy extended the handshake while we were kicking him out. And the guy, my coworker shook his hand. I said, bro, you don't know where that hand been. You don't know where that hand has been, that dog. So, anyways, we we didn't really make a scene. No one really knew that we were kicking him out. But another guy walked in like twenty minutes later, like looking. He like walked in, scanned the environment. I think he was looking for his boy. Just walked out, and I was like, "No, dude." So I took a picture of this guy, and he got his full name. Well, that's good. I don't. He's one think of the guys was- that wears like cargo shorts. He had like a fucking wristband on. But like a normal looking kind of old dude, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he'll just, uh, he'll try that ever again in, in in your establishment. But no, no, check it out. It is it is my establishment. Yeah, <laughs> you own that establishment now? <laughs> no, far from it. But the manager wasn't there, so I said I got to step up to the plate, man. But it was very uncomfortable. Yes, and yeah, man, weird, weird, weird stuff. Man, kicked out a fucking pedophile. Yeah, it's right. like that sometimes. <clears throat> what else, man? I. Uh, so I helped one of my best friend's uh, sister, who is very prego right now, seven months in, about to have her third kid at the age of like 29 or 30. They said they needed my help moving their entire home, um, which I didn't believe to be the case until I found out it was their entire home. We need help moving homes. So I pretty much you know, took my guns to work here and uh, it took me like two days to just pack everything in their home put in this big ass u-haul take it to another home and i'll tell you what man we did that as a summer job a couple summers ago and that shit is ass man so shout out to all the movers out there that can do it in a couple hours i was gonna say i think that's one thing that i've learned just through a lot of like kind of experiences with like you every time i move from now on i'm not i'm not doing it myself I Moving am, blows, bro. I will spend the extra, you know, couple of thousand dollars or whatever it happens to be. Yeah. And somebody can come over here and do that shit for me because that shit is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I want to I wanna be able to move, show up to the new place and all my shit's there and I can unpack it. You right. don't have to, you know, put, I mean, put my bed where it should be. But like other than right, that. Right. See, that was another thing. They were like, you know, their new home was an upstairs. Well, I had to like pack their fucking clothes in a box bro i was like come on dog i didn't sign up for this bro 
come on dog and then like once we got to the new place like i had to like take things where they belonged you know and like everything i was like damn bro and sign up for this i did it for 350 but i did it for like 12 hours in both days like one to fucking 10 now it's like 14 hours like 14 and a half 15 anyways 350 i'll take it it's a car note but yeah that sucked yeah that doesn't sound sound fun to me but i'm glad you did it good for you made some money but yeah it wasn't bad I ain't doing that shit. Well, all right. Anyways, uh, we don't know what we're titling this episode, but I think we're bricked up 2.0. So what about people that um nah I have no idea what I'm saying. You got anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, dog. I think we could do some trivia. It's questions. it's our last episode of oh, like yeah, NBA we should. talk. So like we're just trying to like come up with things to talk about guys, because this is the last one NBA season. It's obviously Sunday. Then the next Sunday, I don't even know how I'm saying this. It's a week past the fucking finals now. So obviously we're going to talk about the finals. We'll probably get into some off season stuff with basketball, but then for the upcoming summer, we got big things planned. We're grabbing some new merch. The merch was sick. Thank you guys for hitting us up on social media on which design and font you like the best Uh, interns are coming in. So like this whole, off-season thing our next episodes will will be a, a bunch of interviews and guests and stuff like that so stay tuned with us but the basketball thing it's a little bit of basketball i don't know if you want to start talking basketball or you want to talk a little bit more about your uh um non-existent sex life my non-existent um well let's do trivia question and then uh we'll do uh do an ad real quick for you guys and then We'll circle back. We we can have our final thought of uh yeah. Of, you should uh, have small the final thought, final ad or the, the ad one because people just stop listening after that. <laughs> people immediately stop. But let's do it. Let's do the trivia question because I got the trivia question right last time, right. which was um what was it? I forgot what it was. It, it was who has the most rebounds in NBA Finals history. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah that's yeah yeah. All right, so this week's trivia and question, the answer was Bill Russell. Mr. Right. Goat, yeah. So, 11 rings. Shout out to that last week. Good job for you getting it correct. Let's see if Appreciate we can get, you. get this one. We'll we'll make it a little easier for you. Um, <laughs> what are the dimensions of an NBA basketball court? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a good one for you. And uh, I'll give you a hint because I know you're about to say, give me my hint. Where am I in at? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need the hint, man. <laughs> I need a, like a big hint on this one because I am terrible at simple math. So the the width and the length is not over a hundred feet. So that's your hint. So stay under a hundred, and that will be your your good hint for you for this week. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and say like <clears throat> two times two plus nineteen twenty five feet. By what? <laughs> it's a square, so you gotta. It's <laughs> twenty four actually. Yeah, give me uh. 23 actually um i'm gonna go ahead and say no i'm gonna go ahead and say like 56 by like 92 or something pretty close not not quite there but that's really close that's a very well educated guess thank you good job all right (laughs) that's your trivia question this week let us know guys we'll throw it on social media and and uh you guys can guess what it is so anyways cool um a lot of a lot of sports happening right now 
obviously basketball, we're big gamblers over here. We bet on, uh, I mean, I bet on Giannis on that over and then the Bucks money line, Bucks and six. Should have damn fucking bet on the entire series. He's got Lakers and six last year, turned 50 into 200. No one believes me, but I bet on Bucks and six. I didn't actually bet on it, but I called it. Uh, speaking of betting, prize picks, the official sports betting app that we are sponsored by, also sponsored by the Atlanta Braves. Go check them out. Go download prize picks. In the app store, if you guys are big bettors just like us, we like to spend money. We also like to make money. We're heading to Vegas in September, Hoop. So uh, download that app wherever you get it. It's, it's an over-under daily fantasy simplified app. Yeah, you put 20 bucks in, they'll match the first deposit up to 100 bucks. Bam, you're winning $3,000. Yeah, use just, promo code MAN. Yeah, Almost just, left the entire part out right there. I was going to say, just use our code and, you, and you'll be good. Yeah. I mean, no, just download the app and not even use our damn code. Yeah, promo code MAN when you're signing up. Basic information, don't need a credit card information or anything like that. Promo code MAN, M A N. It is non case sensitive. Prize picks, go check them out. All right. All right, so final thought here uh, for our, our small talk, our modern-day dating world, and yeah. then we'll get into some basketball and, we'll, and the offseason and what's been going on with that. But my final thought, what's your final thought? I guess I'll let you go first, and then I'll – Yeah, final thought is pretty much, yeah, talking to your ex is considered cheating. Yeah. You shouldn't be friends with your ex or talk to your ex at all if you're in a new relationship. And then just other common red flags, man. It went out this weekend, and um, it was my boy's birthday. He was a DJ at Acme. Don't do meth when going to a, a Broadway bar. I didn't do meth. I was this these chicks are hey, they're on meth or molly, man. I don't know what's going on in Nashville. Dude, everything's so hot too, man. People are getting weird and sweaty again out here. The damn virus is coming back. Uh, trying to get a Snapchat of my boy DJing. And there's just this chick that looks like a stripper GTA chick. That's just all up in my fucking snap. And I'm like, golly, like one of those pick me girls. Just don't be one of those pick me girls where you're up there and, and you're taking the whole view of everyone's fucking video. I had to fucking go across the room to get this damn video. So that's all I got for final thoughts. That's, that's good final thoughts. I guess my final thoughts are, you know, be, be careful out there when you're, you're drinking on the lake. Yep. Be careful. Um, make sure you, you get your boat safely and, and those around you. And yeah. then in terms of girls, I think I, I'm take the opposite stance for you from you. I don't think cheating or talking to your ex is cheating in any fashion. I think you do have to mention it and say that you're friends or whatnot. If you don't mention it, then that's the, the other side of that road. Right. But other than that. I guess that's kind of my final thoughts on that. Yeah, don't take pictures of chicks either, man. Stop being <laughs> yeah, fucking stop weird Stop being here. creepy. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. What we got? Right. What we got? So let's talk a little basketball here for our second part of this episode. Let's just talk about the Bucks winning the championship. I think you just mentioned it, that you predicted Bucks in six. I kind of was on the other side. I thought the Suns were going to win in maybe six or seven. Yeah. Um, and I think... The biggest thing that I've taken away from this is just the likability for Giannis as a, just right. a person. I think right. he is one of the guys that win a championship and you sit back and you look and say, hey, he is deserving. You yeah. know, and especially obviously this year was a little different just because it's coming out of a COVID year in the bubble and there's a lot of injuries this year. But in the same breath, you have to mention Giannis did it. He did what he wanted to. That's why 
he stayed and signed a big contract in Milwaukee. And you could tell he is a hard, hard worker. So I think my like initial thought was kind of upset that the the Suns didn't win because I was really kind of rooting for them. But on the flip side, it took me like, you know, a couple hours to realize, you know, Giannis is, is very deserving of this and I'm glad that he did it. So, right. So I'm going to go ahead and kind of bounce off what I said as far as the adjustment went for game six. We talked about what are the adjustments, uh, what, what kind of adjustments need to be taken from the Suns uh, in order to, you know, win a game when Devin Booker's getting 40 points. So my adjustment said that how in game one and game two, Chris Paul at least shot 19 times. Scored over 22 points, I think, in both those games. Devin Booker shot less than 30, and they won. So Chris Ball was more of a, a scorer in both those games, which led to all that momentum going into game three and four. But unfortunately, that momentum dropped drastically because Chris Paul just wasn't shooting as many times as he was. He was letting Book kind of take over, and Book was doing his thing. But it was more iso ball, and Aiton was really nowhere to be found in this whole series. And so... Game six, I texted you in game six, Chris Paul puts up 19 or he uh, shoots 19 times, puts up 26, but Booker shoots 0 for seven from three and only has 19 points. They lost by seven points. Booker got to get that 30 piece because he got the 30 piece in the first game one and game two, Chris Paul got his, that seemed to be all they needed to win those games. You lose by seven. I mean, big shout out to Giannis, 17 of 19 from the free throw line. You could tell there was jitters in like the first five, six minutes of the game. The score was like six to six. But yeah, man, it's just another guy who's just loyal to his team. And I think the biggest question that everyone was asking last week was, is this ring from Giannis, is it, is it more valuable than Katie's past two rings from the Warriors? See, this is a good discussion because I think it is. I think you you have players in the league all the way back before these super teams were created to know usually what you do is you get drafted by a team. You spend multiple years, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years with one team. And you don't you don't just ring chase as this is. And people and players like a Damian Lillard like a, a Jason Kidd back in the day. Those type of players. A Dirk. A Dirk. They, all they need to do for their career is to win one title with that team. And I think right. this kind of puts a little bit more light and a little bit more pressure on teams and players to when they have a, you know, a generational talent as Giannis was, is, you keep them and you build their team around them to help. I'm not saying that the Bucks built this team perfectly because they didn't, because if it was maybe any other year without as many injuries, they might not do this. But you can't blame it on the injury portion of it. But I think to answer the question simply, I think, yeah, I do. I can honestly I, say I that agree. I wake up every single day <laughs> trying to figure this dude out. How- always, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting the ads, but that's too funny. But yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> chill, dog, chill. <laughs> but I, I, I agree with you though. I think it is, it is very. Uh, that's fucked up, man. 
It's fucking ED ad, bro. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Okay. <laughs> Yo, that's too fucking funny, dog. I want to bring up another thing, another kind of question that arose from this was that Chris Paul, his future in, in Phoenix. What do you yeah. think about that? I think he has a player option that's like 42 million. I think he's looking for a deal for a maybe like a three-year kind of same money. Um do you think he should stay in Phoenix? Because I know there's been talks about him yeah, moving somewhere else. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay in Phoenix if you're Chris Paul. I don't see I don't see Chris Paul going anywhere, man. Found a home. I mean, you see what he does with the OKC team. See what he does with this team. Granted, I don't think the Suns are back here. When you talk about injuries and everything, I think the Bucks pretty much played it fair and square. Uh, as far as the other hand, the Suns got pretty lucky with all the injuries in the West. I think Chris Paul stays. He's not retiring, is what he said. So they just go back at it, man. They're a young team. Has they haven't been in the playoffs? Devin Booker has never been in the playoffs before, and you could just tell it's all from inexperience. And I really do believe that's what happened. Chris Paul will take him there. I don't know if they make that many offseason moves. They might make one here and there, um, but yeah, I think Chris Paul stays. So my only thinking is, Chris Paul, all he's missing on his resume for being, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but being a top point guard of all time. It's like a Charles Barkley situation. If Charles Barkley could slap down uh, a ring, a championship on his resume and say, hey, I've won a championship, I, you know, that's, yeah. you should respect me. Not that he won't be respected, but that's the only thing missing from his resume, basically, right. is being a champion. And at his age, it was what he, I don't know, what, 38 or something, close to uh, it. Paul, 36. 36. Okay. He doesn't have many more years. I think. If anything, go ring chase. Go to a team that's going to compete. I'm not saying the Lakers. I don't know if he should go to Lakers. I know him and LeBron are good friends. But I think he goes to another team that's going to be a very good contender right. for for this next year. So that's my only thing. I think – because I don't think – you mentioned it, I don't think the Suns are going to be back in the finals next year. I don't right. – I just don't see that happening. So – Something for him to to think about for sure. Yeah, right? I, I think I think you stay in Phoenix, warm place, warm environments, great fans. But I don't know if there's anything compared to the Deer District. I can't remember who I said the which fan base had the best fans or which team had the best fan base. Do you remember what I said? I think it was the Jazz. Is what I said. Yeah. Um, the Deer District showed nothing but love with sixty five thousand people out there. PJ Tucker was still fucking weirding me out, but like I love seeing PJ Tucker win a ring. Yeah, he he deserves zero it. points. Let me get six rebounds from P.J. Tucker, and then let me drink some champagne after that. But shout out P.J. Tucker uh, playing for the Suns. I think he was drafted by the Raptors, played for the Suns, and then he went through like a five-year, six-year span of playing overseas. And he was actually balling overseas. He got like MVP at one of the in one of the uh, fucking leagues or whatever. But yeah, shout out P.J. Tucker. Shout out Jeff Teague, another vet who got a ring right there. Jeff Teague needed one. Little Indiana boy back in the day. Giannis going for 50. The big thing that we're not talking about is Giannis's free throw, 17 for 19. Scott Foster, everyone's talking about the Scott Foster thing. I don't think it's true. They just didn't fucking show up or play the damn game. Booker's shooting 0 for 7, 8 for 22 from the field, just not going to win. Um, my, my thing was, I uh, I don't know if I was talking to you or not, but yeah. it was like halftime of the game, right? And I saw that I, I kind of felt that like the Bucks were going to win. And I was sitting here with the old girl, and she was. We were like 
this close away from actually driving to yeah, Milwaukee yeah, because yeah. we saw the Deer District. You know how lit that would be all night. I had a friend in the Deer District actually. She was really yeah, like it was like all on her Instagram and everything. I would have. It would have been something so crazy if she didn't have to catch a flight in the morning. I think so, we would. The gone. real MVP though is Tory Craig, but we ain't got to talk about that. <laughs> Why is that? Because you want a ring no matter what, right? It's on the fucking Suns and the Bucks this season. So, oh, well. all right, let's talk about some young guys. Uh, NBA draft this week on Thursday. Little yeah. preview. I think the biggest thing I think everybody knows: K. Cunningham is going to go to the Pistons. But the big name that I saw, and I don't know if you have kind of looked into this, but yeah, um, there's kind of the switch in momentum from Evan Mobley to Jalen Green, a guy that was. Um, been playing in the uh, G League the last two years, I believe. And he kind of has made some headlines thinking that he might overtake Mobley and, and take that number two spot. I don't know. I know it's kind of early. I mean, I'll do a lot more kind of like research in and out of, yeah. you know, the draft. But that was the big story I saw. I don't know if you have any comments about the draft. You got, you know, what are you looking for? We could maybe talk about what you think the Pacers should do. I know there's some some talks with the Pacers yeah. kind of moving around and giving up their picks, but yeah, Pacers got a lottery pick. Uh this Jalen Green guy, I don't know much about. Um Cade Cunningham is obviously a guy that I don't think I mean he he might be the best in the draft, but I just didn't have really high hopes for him. It's maybe because I had money on the damn Oklahoma State team. They just lost me a couple games there back and forth. Um Evan Mobley, a guy from USC, young stud. Jalen Suggs, obviously top five player. I mean, we can talk about all these teams. I'd really like to see uh, what's his name, a little white boy that dunks all the time, Matt McClung, go into it. Uh, we'll see. He'll probably go maybe second round, maybe. I don't know, um, but he might be staying. I don't see. I got to do a bunch of yeah. Boys. I do too. I don't talk about college, but Kane Cunningham is. I was listening to an interview actually uh, from him today on Sirius, and he was pretty much just like, "I'm no Allen Iverson. I'm a six eight Kane Cunningham like." You know, I, I move the way I move. And when I put it on, I, I turn it on. When I turn it on, like I turn it on. And that was a, a big thing that I saw. I was like such a critic about was, well, it doesn't seem like this is a pretty big game for him. I think it was when they were, what what game was it in, in their conference? It was that big game in the conference. The Colorado game, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why is he acting like all smooth and hot shot? Like get the ball, six eight like attack the rim. It just didn't seem like he was just, he's just loosey goosey, you know, kind of just feathering around. And the big question every single year with all these guys is like, okay, which every team is asking, which guy is going to fit in the best after a season or two. That's another big thing about the draft and the young guys. It's not so much for me as like who has the best talent, but as a young guy, you only see, you know, players like Steph Curry, Who's going to be the guy that just surprises everybody? Maybe not the fastest, maybe not the biggest, maybe not the most athletic, but because he fits in with a system so well, or the guy that's plugged into a system that really means a lot for a player to succeed in the NBA. If they're not in a perfect situation, I wouldn't say perfect, but not a almost a perfect situation. It's very hard to become a superstar in the league. You know, your situation right. has to be good. Obviously, you have to have a good work ethic and have some skill. But I think it's more 
almost as important to be in a good situation, kind of what you were saying. So I think that's another thing that is, you know, hit or miss about the draft is players can have all this skill, but if they're not in a good situation and don't fit into the system, it's hard for them to, you know, progress and get as good and yeah. reach their potential. I mean, that's so, fair. If I were the Detroit Pistons and I'm taking the, the top talent. Right. Sure. That don't really matter at that point. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens on that. I think Pacers uh, today, there's rumors about receiving Eric Gordon for the 13th pick. And then also Pacers will receive the 22nd or 23rd pick, excuse me, in the NBA draft. And I think I read that that will maybe only be considered from the Rockets um, and the Pacers, both teams, if the 13th player, whoever that is, that they want to pick is ineligible playing for whatever reason. So it's not like in high hopes of that trade happening, but the Rockets and the Pacers are in talks right now. Cool. Well, let's talk about some other things about the free agents. There's some big names, kind of moves. We hear the Lakers always, you know, come out and say that they want a veteran point guard. Right. Um, some of the bigger names, though, got John Collins. I know he's a restricted um, free agent for the Hawks. Kyle Lowry, a veteran point guard, could fit yeah. in with the, the Lakers. Um, DeRozan, he's, you know, a free agent. Obviously, Kawhi. Uh, DeMar said, unless I like it. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi on a player option doesn't – don't think he'll, you know, agree to, to extend the year. He'll probably get another – try to get another big paycheck. Lonzo Ball is another big one. And then uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond right. thinks he's going to move away from the Lakers. Uh, it was his initial thought – before the season ended. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what you think. I mean, we can – I think the biggest thing I, I'm hearing is, do you go for Lowry or do you try to trade for Westbrook? Right. I know there's been talks. Obviously, CP3, could they could make some some money move and, and kind of try to get that deal to work for the Lakers. You got Kyle Lowry. So never got rid of fucking Rondo, dude. Just keep saying this. But I like – I think Kyle Lowry – they even th- were thinking about getting him – the Lakers getting Lowry in the middle of the season through, yeah. a, you know, a, a nice little sign-in trade or something. But Lowry, I think, is the most, I guess, valuable player in free agents this year. It's like you know, best bang for your buck. Right. He's not quite out of his prime. He's a very good, you know, kind of just mentality-wise of just – going out there and playing basketball right. you don't hear much about him in the locker room kind of just being I don't know whatever some of these other guys are but yeah I think he's the biggest name in terms of just like you said bang for your buck for yeah I think another big name is Bradley Beal okay. wherever we see Beal go there's talks about him wanting to be in certain situations he's talking about he'd like to be a good fit in Golden State Boston Philadelphia or Miami okay so we'll see what what Beal does there um, I, I'm, I'm kind of just interested to see like who makes the first pick. And so actually now thinking about it, we talked about this last week with Dame and no news is good news is what the GM is saying over there. Fuck man. Yeah. I, I don't know if you're like the Blazers. I don't know what pick they had, but like, I'd, I'd want to know if Dame is staying or not before the draft next week. Yeah. I know August 1st, I think is the, the last day for reporting um, free agency yeah on, on player options um so we'll know a little bit on 
players like Kawhi and, and DeRozan or and John Collins, some of those players like that, which I think will kind of open up the field for these teams to kind of start putting things together. But I agree. I, I think right now <laughs> is the most important part of like right. you got to know, especially if you do lose like a Damian Lillard type talent on your team, like what the fuck like do we do you think somebody? seeing Giannis staying at the Bucks and you know staying loyal to his team has any effect on Damian Lillard? I see that's that was a question I was gonna pose to you about that whole situation because uh, we all know Dame is the guy that just stay like he's so loyal, but I think he, it's okay Your for chest him. Chest over there, dog. Yeah, a little bit, but I think he, he it's okay for him to stay. I got like, bugging, dog. He can leave though now, you know, like it's, it's okay to once you spend 10 years or so in your, on your team to then go to another team. Right. You know? But if you're just hopping around like a CP three or like a Kevin Durant, just best team's the best team. That's a different story. So I don't know. I think he could stay. I think in the back of his mind, he's like, I probably should stay. But at the same time, I respect if, he would want to leave. All right, let's talk about some real ballers here. Team USA. Yeah. Loses to France. First, I guess, what, preliminary? First loss in a, yeah, Olympic competition since 2004. Yeah, I think a 25-game losing streak. I think the biggest headline I saw, which pretty much sums it up, I guess I can just frame it as the first loss that we had in, like, the expedition games. Nigeria. And then yeah. Argentina is one thing, but this is like, all right, wake up time. I think this is a good wake up call and saying, Hey, this like we're expected. I think a lot of people in the, right. a lot of, you know, just fans of basketball and the Olympics in general expect the USA to be there at the end. So this is again, kind of a wake up call. I didn't watch the whole game, but I caught a little bit of it in the morning um, when I got a notification, I flipped it on, but uh, <laughs> it's hard coaching. I mean, what Super back in 2004, stuff. those guys went for a bronze medal. Yeah, and so like, yeah, this is like is that last possession. Evan Fournier is, I mean, they put up a 14-0 run in the last two minutes. It's, right. it's absurd. Uh, Evan Fournier said it after the game. He was like, "Yeah, these guys got like extremely significant talent, but like as a team, they can be beaten." Well, see, that's another thing about the Olympics is what it's hard. A, like I just said, it's hard to coach superstars. Like when you throw out Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, or these superstars that are meant to be the top dog on their team, it's hard to translate that when you have so many other big names and big guys on your team that can produce that are all – kind of the number one guy on their team, number one and number two on their team. Every one of them that we throw out there right. are like that for their team. And then another part of it, the second part I, I want to mention is the competition has gotten a lot of, lot better over the years because we see so many more overseas guys like um, come into the NBA. And now for Olympics, obviously, they go back and want to play for their home team. So it's like – Right. There's a lot of NBA talent that are now on these other countries, like Rudy Gobert. Like that guy's a beast in the NBA. He's like defensive player of the year every fucking year. Yeah. And 
that means something. And it's easier. The France team is more like an NBA team instead of like, you know, an all-star team like Team USA is kind of, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I, excuse me. It wasn't Argentina. It was Australia. Right. So pretty much what they have to do now, right, is win these last two games in pool play to advance to the next round. Right. I, I think there's one scenario that they can lose another one if two other teams lose and stuff or whatever. Um, but more than likely, yeah, they'll have to win the next two in pool play to advance. And then from there, obviously, you can't lose any going into. Yeah. Talk about that flight, though, with D-Book, Chris, and Giroux. <laughs> What are you talking about? I would just tell, I would call up coach and be like, yo, I'm done, bro. I'm not, I'm not traveling to Tokyo. You think the conversation was just pretty much how they won? No, I think they're, they're just friendly. I think everybody's friendly in the NBA. Yeah. For the most part. I think it's more. No no conversation about it. It's just like, yeah, man, you guys played hell of a game, hell of a series, man. We just fucking beat you. But uh, I will say D-Book and Chris Middleton combined for one one for eight from the field. And then Giroux is, uh, what, 18 points on five of 13 shooting. But that's the thing, man. And, and this whole possession was shown on social media and everyone knows what I'm talking about. They missed five shots in that last minute in a row. So yeah. it's like – and three of them being threes, one from KD, one from Giroux, and the other one from Zach Levine. He's not a shooter. I don't know why he's shooting. But yeah, I think what you're saying is, man, overall it's they they're in they're in pool play right now. They gotta win these last two um to advance to the second round. I'm pretty sure they have to win both of these. I think I I I think you're right, but I do think there is one scenario that they can come out and if Okay, and if somebody else is okay, yeah. cool. Well, Olympics are fucking they've been sick just watching the whole Olympics. I've been watching all the swimmings, the the swim meets and everything else. Handball is a thing. Three dude, on three basketball. I was watching handball this morning right before I left the lake. And I'm honest to play that. I'll be honest. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but when yeah. they they run and they jump from yeah, the yeah. fucking free throw line and try to score, <laughs> that shit gets me going, dude. That's it's hard, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, so oh, it's just like yeah. and even the the six on six, like men's volleyball. Yeah. is intense like that shit is and are very entertaining to watch so it's like i'm discovering all these sports like they're skateboarding now people are sleeping and and probably still doing a little bit of dirty on the cardboard beds i think I, another question ahead, that, I, that was uh raised was so for these guys that are like ping pong players let's say or like you know is it ping pong olympic sport well it's it's table tennis but yeah table tennis yes correct uh something like that how much time does this do these players like is that their job when they're done? Like, oh, I'm just gonna go back to my country because I'm gonna be a professional ping pong player, or is it like yeah. how much time do they actually get to spend during the year playing this to be, you know, can do they got a job as like and I think it's also like how attractive is the sport to other people? You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Play. Like that was another question. It was like people think like badminton, like if you're fucking sick at badminton, like damn. Fucking pro athlete, freaking nature. Let me holler at you. Let me maybe a pick me. And I'm like, maybe for like some countries, but like, I don't know, badminton in USA. Like, no disrespect to anybody that plays fucking badminton. I fucking love badminton. They just, you know, it ain't no football, basketball. Yeah. Cause you don't hear of like 
I guess I don't, I haven't done my research, but I don't know if there's like professional badminton leagues that like pay their players. It can't oh, be. There, there probably are. There probably are. Yeah, yeah. But there's not like, it's not, you don't hear big money of like NBA money right. towards that. So I, I just wonder how much they can actually focus on, I guess, endearing their, their craft of badminton or table tennis or something like that. Right. Um, I think another thing I realized, cause I was watching some volleyball. And this might be a hot take for real, for real. But yeah. I don't get why two-on-two volleyball is a thing. Bro, two-on-two volleyball is pretty sick. I don't. I I like to watch it, but I think it's almost too too predictable. Yeah, that that's true. Sense. That's true. That's true. So that was the only other I think take I had from the Olympics is that they they need to do three-on-three volleyball instead. You know what's also crazy is those guys that are swimmers are burning like 17,000 calories a day practicing so they're eating like 5 to 6 meals a day and taking like all these supplements I bet before and after their workouts. Oh yeah, you should uh this is everybody's uh I guess homework assignment from this episode. If you're still listening to us, thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, listening to the last minute, but go look up uh Michael Phelps uh diet during the olympics i think mm. back a couple years it's ago it's pot isn't it <laughs> it is almost disgustingly too much food of how much he eats it's yeah like it almost makes me like not want to eat ever again how much right food right he eats. yeah it's absurd man those guys are jacked too so yeah cool deal sure but uh i guess we'll see what happens again yeah um yeah, everyone's watching the Olympics right now. Team USA, we'll see what they do. Uh, as far as us, we will uh, keep you guys updated with everything. And uh, it's pretty much how it goes. It's all she wrote. Yeah, I think uh, make sure to go download Prize Picks for sure. Use code MAN um, when you sign up, and they'll match your deposit. Look out for new merch. We'll probably uh, hopefully merch have is some, coming. some new intern videos. Meet the interns for our summer interns. Um, as we finish up our basketball season, and I guess that's all I got for the for the people this week. Yeah, well, guys. we'll uh, we'll definitely talk to you guys soon, man. Big big stuff coming up. It's the boy, it's the ugly boys over at Man to Man, Andy and Lynn. We're shooting the shit every week. Appreciate you guys for listening, man. Go uh, go shoot us a rating on Apple Podcasts if you guys enjoy the episode. Yeah, but I think with that, guys, I'm going to namaste I'm out of here for you. Is that, is that okay with you? Can I namaste him? Namaste my way, soldier. All right, I'm going to namaste him. Namaste to you. Namaste. Sheesh, my soldier. See ya. Glory in the night.